welcome to the 29th full episode of Girls Interrupting. This what? month, we read Black Panther, A Nation Under Our Feet, Volume 2 by Ta-Nehisi Coates and Donald McGregor. With me, as always, is my own personal crew of Dora Milaje. We got Jackie. Woohoo! B. That's me. And Monica. Hello. Me, I'm Shelby, the orange striped tabby. Also, I think <laughs> it's pronounced Dora Mukhalaje. Whoa. Oh, I, I Googled it and they said it was Malache. Nope. In the book, it's spelled M-U-H-L-A-H-J-A-Y. Which is Malache. Malache. M-U-H is a M- Malache. Mm-hmm. I like mine better. <laughs> <laughs> you just like well, making the... I do! Well, we'll, we'll find Malache. out. We Very shortly! Oh my god, you guys. I'm so het up for this fucking movie. I, I cannot wait. Wait. Okay. Every time a trailer comes on, I lose my fucking shit. Honestly. The and it's purple, red carpet. I can't handle it. It's not red carpet, but it's purple. And red. We're going to dive right into the bullpen and just immediately talk about yeah. every outfit that was at the purple carpet. Oh, my God. I can't Panther. handle purple carpet. Oh and my they're God. also Lupita. fucking hot. They like, were I can't told even to show up as like African royalty. And, um, and did they, they show up? It. Yep. They showed up. Uh, the pictures are on our Facebook page, by I'm gonna, the way. They're going to be in the show thing. notes, but like um, they all looked amazing. Luke Cage was there mm, in like... Mm. A red. Mm. He has a name. Prince mm. outfit. I know it's Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Lapita was my favorite with oh my her God. like Versace, Jesus. like purple gown. Well, and uh, Janelle Monae had like a fucking crown. Yes, on. that was nice. Christian Siriano. Oh my God! Did you see Lu- the picture of Lupita with her mom? Her mom. Yes, looked her mom looked amazing. They all looked great, and like um, the guy who plays T'Chaka showed up too in like African male royalty mm-hmm. outfit. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they all just looked so good. You guys, this movie is going. Oh, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> I don't know. Like you know, when it, when it first got announced, I was like, oh cool, they're making a Blanth Panther movie, a Blanth Panther movie, Blanth, a Blanth, a Blanth, a Blanth, a Blanth, Blanth, Blanth Panther. Um, <laughs> But, like, every subsequent announcement, like, when it, they said it was oh Ryan Coogler was taking mm-hmm. the helm. And then Chadwick, every su- yeah. fucking casting decision. Every single one. Amazing. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman is, I love him. I love him. Every movie he's been oh. in, I have Hype, 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 Chadwick Boseman is so, he just, re- he has such a regal bearing. Oh. Now, there's the first time we see him in Civil War. When he's just standing at the window and he's, in that suit. he's got his arms out and he's sort of turned half profile oh. and he's just tells you everything you need to know in that one shot. He's so good. He's so good. I cannot wait for an well, entire I'm movie. like obsessed with Danae Guerrero and mm. I have never seen an episode of Walking Dead. <laughs> Um, it's uh, I go to Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, Michelle. I just Michonne. I go to Comic Con every year, and she is just the best person mm. in the entire like. Well, she's like a playwright. You yeah, know? I've I've actually gone and seen some of her plays. Oh, well, I mean, oh, wow. When wow. I say I'm Jackie. obsessed with her, I mean it. Okay, she's not, she's not fucking around. Guys. As long as you're not driving by her house in the middle of the night. Don't do How did you know she did that? Stop <laughs> talking about things on the show. But yeah, every single announcement they've made since the first one on this movie, I have gotten more and more excited and. I'm trying not to work myself up to a point where I'll be too Whatever, excited. I'm in a frenzy. I'm in a frenzy. I'm in a <laughs> fucking I think frenzy. I'm in a frenzy because there has yet to be anything announced or said or shown to me that says this is not going to stand up. The soundtrack came this, out today, too. Oh, my God. And I didn't even... Lamar did it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Guys. You guys. Also, like, the fact that there's only, like, two white people in this whole movie, and this movie looks so good. Oh, yeah. And both those I white dudes suck. I can't breathe. I'm so excited for, like, all aspects of everything I in just, our lives. I just, I'm hoping it, 
I it's got it. It's, it's got and it. I mean like the, their reviews are embargoed until next week, but Ugh. everybody that can just give a little well, like a little taste bit, and everyone's bit, just like, this is the real no. fucking deal. And it's like Ugh. nothing Marvel's ever done before. Well, I feel like they had to. And yeah, I'm so Ugh. happy they did it correctly. And well, I'm just... glad I was I was thinking about that today. That you know they could have given this to a white director. Mm-hmm. They could have done that. They could have. I don't know, put a different black actor with less weight into it. They could have done so many things wrong and they just somehow managed to not trip over their fucking dicks this time. <laughs> and like, maybe they nailed it. Well, I, I love, I'm so excited. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm just so excited. I think it's, Oh, I, I love that we're, we're hearing that pre-sales mm. are telling us that this movie may outsell the first Avengers. Woo! Yeah, actually, yeah, it's being sold out now. It was amazing! Being, it no, no, no. It actually has. It ago. has. Well, it all the pre-sales have outsold any other Avenger mm-hmm. film. Sick! So I'm so excited. I like. I legit. I'm going to Orlando that week, and I'm landing at 4 p.m. and I bought tickets <laughs> for a 7 p.m. <laughs> show. So you know. I need to see it's it. More, look, I'm going Thursday with us. Go. I'm going Friday with my San Francisco friends. I will probably Do you drive. have other friends? <laughs> They're in an entirely different city. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count. They are San Francisco Monica for some friends. She's a whole different person. Okay, that was a mistake. Anyway, <laughs> on Saturday, I'm sure I'm going to drag Beatrice to it again. And on Sunday, before we record Bam Pow, I'm pretty sure I could probably talk Kenneth into going. I'm going to pull a straight up Avengers on this. I'm going to see it 12 times before it leaves theaters. 13, just so I can beat out that bullshit Joss Whedon film. <laughs> Which is so great, and I do love it. Okay. I was going to say, it's a good movie. Yeah. But like, oh, remember in Avengers 2 when they were like, off the coast of Africa. We don't talk about that movie, and we don't talk about that movie when we're talking about the best Marvel movie to date, okay? Speaking of movies we don't talk about, did you guys <laughs> see the Fantastic Beasts? Why are you doing this to us? We just came off such a mountain yeah. of glory, so, and now you have dumped so us So, J.K. Rowling, who I used to love. Um, I mean, I think we can still well your favorite is problematic every yeah. every favorite is problematic yeah. but defending johnny depp is pretty i feel like Ugh. she can get away with going i didn't necessarily defend him and i'm like mm, you didn't say anything negative so hey, when you didn't use your considerable she said, clout she literally no. but she yeah. also said i'm happy to have him on this film we're that's excited true. to have him on this Which film is and that is an endorsement that's yeah. an endorsement like and that's uh, because before she said something i was kind of like okay like maybe she doesn't have i mean she could use her clout which i would prefer her to do clearly yeah. mm-hmm. but maybe she doesn't actively have a decision mm-hmm. you know what i mean I uh, she's one of the few authors exactly and she set the precedent of you hold on to those fucking rights you sell the book and you give away nothing else and i feel like if she had rolled up and said either you fire this guy or my next movie goes to a different studio they would have fired him. I yeah. think she could have just said, we need to fire this guy. And it would have happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that, that they too. would have been much pushback. And then this whole, like, Dumbledore is gay. Kind of. Ugh. Like, I'm what sorry. Is, is like, what have we been saying since, what, 2012 or whatever? The way f- earlier. Like, if you want to 2007. Ret- 2007. You, if you want to retcon the book to say he's gay, which... I still she did. I still consider it a retcon because unless you show me in the book, yeah, you know, I can understand uh, that. Here's our problem with like canon, like book canon versus author canon. Kenneth and I have thought about this. Right. I actually, um, 
I'm going to name drop here. <laughs> Guys, I was in the room when she said it. So I huh? yeah, I know, I know. Um, I won tickets to the Radio City Music Hall thing, mm-hmm. right? And so we were there. And it was, like, amazing. And it was just after this girl had confessed this thing to her. And, and I get it. Like, I understand. Like, okay, fine, you made him gay. And I'm like, okay, well, I wish you would have made him openly gay. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is the chance that she has to fix that, right? Because yep. mm-hmm. there's so much that, like, she could have done – you know, as far as diversity goes, like in the books, made it more. It's very white. It's it, very Christian. And it's very hard because the yeah. thing is, is that was progressive at the time. Yeah. So it's really hard to look back in 2018 I mean, and be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what we should have done here. Mm-hmm. And I think she feels that too, right? I think mm-hmm. that everyone can look back at that and think that they can make more progressive changes because mm-hmm. she's a really progressive oh, person. Um, but like. This was your shot. You, like, like you drop said. the ball on it. Yeah, like no it one's out. asking for like a love scene. Like you, you don't know what need I mean? to fucking have sex, but like I would like it if they kissed. You Something. know. Or so. even or even if if we're at the point where you know these two adult dudes are no longer seeing each other because they're already fighting. To have a, a like a flashback or to ha- see them holding hands there or has to, to be just say or I loved him like once a moment in his room back in his house when they were both teenagers like one of them is pressed up against the desk and they're close talking like yeah fucking yeah something a fucking love letter like well the so thing is it's like it needs to be though it needs to be less than just stuff that we read between the lines like yeah, I yeah. can't handle this anymore no, I think we're mm-hmm. all done and the idea that queer isn't family friendly. Like yeah, is bullshit. That and 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 the fact that even David Yates is trying to like retcon the whole thing and be like, we know they had a close relationship and oh, they they, blah, blah, blah. they loved each other's minds and ideas. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I'm like, much- um, no, they loved each other's bodies. Yeah, they they loved each other's bodies. They were 17. If you're not telling me they're not giving each other furtive hand jobs <laughs> in the closet, you're fucking crazy. Which is oh, yeah. what I don't even need you to show me. Okay, <laughs> you don't want to see furtive hand jobs <laughs> from Jude Law because I'm in for that. No, no, no I would. Watch the shit out of that movie. I don't think I want to see it with Johnny Depp. No, fuck that guy. No. But, like, come on. But can you imagine if no. it was Colin Firth? Like, why couldn't we have kept Ooh, Colin Firth? Yeah. Colin Firth Colin was fucking Farrell. hot. Oh, well, yeah. Colin that, Farrell. That one. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm <laughs> down. I'm down for Jude Law and Colin Firth to make out. I Don't also like wrong. both. Both are good. Both both decisions <laughs> like, are good. I, I stick mm-hmm. by it. Um, But if we can have a heterosexual kiss in the first one, there's absolutely no reason we can't have a gay kiss in the second one. It is the same. But how will I explain it to my children, Beatrice? He has two first names. How will I explain <laughs> that to my children? Just a man with two well, first names. and I just... I don't think I don't know it's very hard as someone who lives in a very liberal part of California if you don't live in one of those places can you please explain to me um how this hurts you and how, your family uh, yeah. how well just even, not even that combative like I just want to know if this is something that would um and I'm genuinely curious I will not attack you I promise I might um I will <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is for this is for Jackie alone. No, but I think uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, <clears throat> we make a lot of jokes about it, but I would like to know if yeah. if we're outside of this bubble, I would really like to understand um, why you wouldn't want to explain this to your child. Like, what I've never met a child that I had to explain this to. So, also, children are pretty simple. You just say they love each other. Well, that's they what I mean. Is like, like mommy and daddy. Imber, love each other. for example, my friend. I was talking about my friend who had gotten married. And she married a woman, and. Oh, and she was like, oh, she married a woman. And I was like, yeah, she did. And she's like, oh, that's nice. Did they have two dresses? That's yeah. And like that was literally the conversation. And, 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 you know, her mom's liberal and whatever. So I don't know what conversations they've had before that. But it yeah. was literally like she went from shock. Oh, it's a woman to, oh, OK, did they have two dresses? Cool. Yeah. Because she's what, five? That's what she cares about. She's four. Yeah. And so it's like, I just don't think it's not traumatizing. 
Well, no, I honestly, I honestly think it's about displacement. It's about the parents putting their uncomfortableness and their unfamiliarity onto their children. And the, so it's a scapegoat, literally. I don't want to talk about this, so I will just say I can't. But I, I just don't understand. Is there a lot of those people left? Yeah. There are. Look at who's in the Oval Office. I won't. Yeah. You can't there, make me. There are a lot of them. I just read an article about how, what was it, uh, anti-LGBT murders are up 86% from 2016 to 2017. Like, holy shit. Directly oh. relatable to political rhetoric, too. I'm going to throw up. All right, anyway, let's talk about something else in the bullpen. Basically, there were Fantastic Beasts announcements, and we're angry about them. <laughs> We may not watch the movie anymore. <laughs> no. So, uh, let's wrap up with something positive. Yes. Um, who's been watching Black Lightning? Oh my god! Holy shit, Black Lightning is so fucking you good. You guys, we're covering it on BPTV, and legitimately, I turned to Kenneth and I went, "Can we skip everything else and talk mm-hmm. about Black Lightning for one hour and a half?" Because um, Legends of Tomorrow is off the air right now, so we're just <laughs> stuck with like boring Supergirl, dumb Flash, and then. What's the other one? Oh, okay. Shield is good. Oh, Shield is good. We don't have to watch Arrow anymore. No. And Black Lightning. <laughs> but Black Lightning, we're, we're we're two episodes in, and it's just it reminds me a lot of the the community that you get from um, Luke, Luke Cage, Cage. Mm-hmm. the way in which they respect that. It, it's already really layered. Um, he has two daughters, one of whom is queer. It's, and it's yeah. not a big deal. She's just. She's you know, like the way that private about it, her but dad she's not keeping it a secret. Yeah, her dad's casually like, "Oh yeah, she's at her girlfriend's house." Like, yeah. and it's like it's yeah. it's such like a non. Well, and the way they thing. say it too, it's like either he means like a woman who is her friend, or he means a woman she is dating. I think and I it think could he meant either way. Yeah, I think he meant. Yeah. I think he knows. I think they both know. You know all that, and yeah. they're good with it, and it's not even in a something that they well, talk about. The most interesting part to me is that this it was in the second episode. We got. A queer love scene before we got a straight love yeah, scene true. on this show. It was amazing. That that was fantastic. And well, so this is a kind of a fun stat. Not a fun stat. It's a horrible stat. <laughs> um, so it's 2018. The last time that two black women had a love scene was 1997 in the show Dark Angel. And the non-regular <laughs> character immediately was killed off right after. Those are the two. Jesus. I remember that show. Those are the two. Original was it Cindy. Was her like weird, dumb, like pawn far thing? Oh, no. Her roommate. It was her roommate. Original Cindy. Yeah, she was gay. She was gay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, neither of these women are going to be killed off. I'm like 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I Every single woman on the show is different, mm-hmm. which I am enjoying the shit out of. Uh, the amount of stuff that they cover in an episode two, we get more in depth in this on Vampire TV if you'd like to tune in. But the amount of shit they're able to get across in this 42 minute show on the CW about um, culture and America and race relations and social commentary is insane. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they take that shit seriously and is it's so refreshing. It's something that, you know, I hate that you inevitably compare it to Luke Cage, but. Well, we've only had the two so far. Yeah, but, you know, you get to. In two episodes, I feel like you get this this man's sense of community mm-hmm. and responsibility, and it's just it's it's so much more. Because well, I think Luke, for a lot of the time, just wants to be left alone until he has to do what he has like, to yeah, do. His is forced upon him, whereas Jefferson, literally, he's a pillar of the community because he chooses to be so. He's the head of a private high school, but everyone in this community goes. Jefferson can fix it. Yeah. Dr. As, Pierce as can Jefferson, fix it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can fix it. He can walk into anything, and he can come out with a solution for yeah. us. And knowing that he is this valued and mattered in his community is just 
It's amazing. And in a way, like, you compare it to Flash, where, you know, who's a general good dude, Mm -hmm. you know, but he goes around, you know, he stops a bank robbery when it's in progress, you know? That doesn't necessarily address the root of anything. Yes. You know, and you see Jefferson Pierce going around and saying, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to better my community from the ground up, not just stopping criminals when they're doing crime. Yeah, Yeah. I really like the idea that as, as a hero, he's stopping crime as it's happening, but as a man... He's trying to lead a community and teach kids when they're young, this is not what you want to be doing. You want to get out. You want to get to college. You want to have a future and then come back and help out. Yeah. And all those other CW shows, you do see each hero in their own city. And they talk a lot about how, oh, I have to save the this city. I have to do the city. city. You know, whatever, Batman. But... <laughs> In this show, you really see the weight of that responsibility on Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He feels the pain and the fear of everyone in this town. And it the, the show gives him the space to make it uncomfortable for us yeah. to show how that affects him. And it, it doesn't get wrapped up at the at the end of the episode. He continues on trying to figure out can I bear this weight? What can I what can I do? How can I continue to help out but also mm-hmm. like I have to be a husband and a father and mm-hmm. I have to also be a hero and I have to be this and it's uh, it's so good. If you're not watching Black Lightning, just fucking start. And that's our pitch to Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, like, I'm here now listening. I'm here listening. <laughs> it's so good. Right. So, guys, in honor of Black Panther hitting the big screen this month, yeah, we read yeah. Volume 2 of ta Coates' Black Panther series, a co-written by Donald McGregor with art by Rich Buckler and Chris Sprouse. We rejoin T'Challa as he is on the verge of losing control of his country to terrorists led by Ezekiel Stain, hoping to destabilize Wakanda for his own gain. As T'Challa calls on allies both near and far to take on this threat, his sister Shuri connects with her ancestors as she hangs in balance between life and death. Those were interestingly my favorite part, and I hate flashbacks. Dream, I know this is all like dream walks, and like shit. dreams. <laughs> you know, you know how I feel about like dreaming. Like, what a way to deliver plot development. Yeah, exactly. I'm always like so anti that, but I loved them. Well, I really like. I like that. You know, this is a culture that is deeply rooted in its history, so it makes sense that half of these books would be about refinding and rediscovering that history. Well, I also love that, like, they weren't shoving it down her throat. They told her these stories, and she, they were like, hey, what does it mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they so didn't she, give her the answer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, she had to figure it out, like, this is the story. What are you going to take from this? Yeah. Like, what are you going to learn from it? Exactly. What What is relevant now? Because you know they were hoping that she would come up with solutions right but instead mm-hmm. she got history yeah yeah which is amazing which is a solution well, and but I think, you know i think what's actually tearing apart wakanda in this you know it started in the first four and these next four is you know there are people who want to be what wakanda was you know before everything right and there are people who see what t'challa is trying to do and they want to be what what wakanda could be and i think Shuri coming back from the dreamlands or their limbo place with both knowledge of their history. Jala. Yes. Sorry. Um, knowledge of their history and where they came from, but a modern thinking queen, mm-hmm. I think is just, it's what T'Challa was hoping for. And I'm hoping it's what can bring Wakanda back together. Right. Well, what's interesting for me is watching these, these different groups of people, and they're all they're all the most concerned with what's going to be best for their country. Mm-hmm. They all they all want the same thing, but it's definitely a question of 
which is the right path to take because mm-hmm. they all have their pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I get where T'Challa is coming from with maintaining um, the monarchy, but I, I do think there's also merit in looking at whether or not that still works for that country. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe moving toward a more democratic um, or something more like what Britain has, where the the king or queen Monarchy is more of a figurehead, exists, but the parliament's in charge. Yeah, so that the people feel more heard because right now the people do not feel heard, and that is what's causing so much unrest. Well, and I, yeah, I mean it's hard coming from our American perspective, clearly, mm-hmm. but I think at the same time, I think it's really important, um, you know, because modern day monarchies don't have a lot of power for the most mm-hmm, part, not really. because you know we did kind of learn our lesson right that one person can't make the choices for an entire country and expect that to be and they can't do it for an entire lifetime well with with the level of communication that we have now of course they could do it back in the day when you got a letter six months later right right? because no one knew what was happening anyway so it was just kind of like okay cool whatever um you know we had a lot more rebellions and shit too but um but now with this modern world can a monarchy still exist in a modern world and how And especially when you combine that responsibility of being, it's one thing when Black Panther was the defender of Wakanda. And I think the territory and the territory and that's part of being a king. But I think when you join up with, you know, a worthy cause and what the Avengers is, but if Mm -hmm. you become a world figure and you, and you have to choose between what's more important. Well, and and that's that's also part of, part of modern day politics is we are part of the global culture Mm -hmm. and that is something that's still important Mm -hmm. right i mean it's obviously nothing 45 understands but like (laughs) we don't um, talk about (laughs) but i would say you know it's there's so much we're part of a greater world now and you can't pretend like you're not part of that anymore and i think what's most interesting about this is you know they call the president of the United States leader of the free world. And part half of his job is being here and solving American problems. But half of his job is going to G8 summits and visiting other countries and meeting with other politicians and kings and leaders and PMs and presidents and being present on the world stage. And I'm I feel trying like, not to cry while you say that. I'm thinking about Obama. Obama. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm he was even president and he, he got more people to show up for a rally in Germany than had ever shown up for an American president since JFK. Anyway, I'm fine. Um, Legit crying. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. So my point being, Wakanda is newly introduced to the world at large. Mm-hmm. So they're, they are basically on the world stage what we were when we first started with George Washington mm-hmm. and the first like set of five right. presidents. And so I think that it's a lot of pressure to put on T'Challa and you know, he has to stay and be what Wakanda has always known him to be. But now that they're introduced to the world, it's like he's also doing his part being part of the global community. But how do you communicate that to your people who have always had you to themselves? Well, and I think there's a difference between being a king and a leader and an ambassador to the free world and being a superhero, you know? Well, no, but I think he has three jobs now. He's yeah. king for Wakandans who don't want to see him not around. He also has to be a leader of a country for the rest of the world because they've been outed as existing and have to participate. And then on the third hand, he has to be Black Panther in the Avengers. He's an important member of an important team. And it's just hard to throw off 5,000 years of tradition with one man. Well, and I'd say that there's there's also, like, talking about what, what, our, what our president does, I mean, obviously the president, president does go around and and go to different countries and visit. But he also has a lot of other people that do that as well. I mean, he has the secretary of state and ambassadors, vice presidents. 
Yeah. And I haven't, we, we haven't seen really that Wakanda has that kind of infrastructure. Well, because they've been seclusion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they've, That's they've, what I'm saying. It's just a lot to put on one guy. Right. And so the system. He needs to delegate. Yes. Well, because obviously this, the problem is the system doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And so he actually needs, and what's interesting about this arc is him learning what the country needs too, right? So he is starting to realize, hey, this system isn't working anymore, right? I cannot do all of these things. Right, and obviously terrorism is not the answer to that, right? But the the, the quote-unquote terrorists are not wrong in the sense that he has neglected certain parts Mm -hmm. of his job because this is the first time Wakanda's ever, you know, not been secluded and not only had to worry about her own borders, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And has had to kind of juggle the rest well, of the it. Well, the switch from an isolationist country to one that embraces the world is tough. We had to do it that one time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> everyone, no one, for everyone. Yeah, and I think hard. your first instinct to collect all of these horrible, oppressive dictators to get their opinions. Okay, no. number one, down. that was not his idea. I know, but I'm <laughs> Number saying, two, he never should have said no, yes that's to terrible it. optics. That's, that was terrible a, idea. That was like a horrifying, what I know, that bro. room of men, I literally, I think my note was something like, Jesus Christ, what have you done? <gasps> like that was like, one guy who's like, a worse decision oh no because the, the, the one guy who says oh obviously you should have all the families come you shoot one of their kids maybe you rape some of the wives and that's how you put order to just indiscriminately burn fields this is how you sure get to, like, it's got to be chaos and all this i was like oh. i think the problem there is it's just another example of wakanda doesn't know what it's doing on the world stage because it's never done it before it ha- it doesn't have any infrastructure it doesn't have a foundation it has no experience for this so his like third in command goes well these people are able to fight terrorists well, successfully let's all put them in a room and i'm like generally that would probably be a good idea but this is not how you want to fight terrorists in wakanda's borders like this is not who you are as a leader or a country yeah <sighs> it's just very uncomfortable because well, those are bad dudes yeah and i mean how new i mean I, I don't keep 100% with Marvel's reboots and all that stuff, but I mean, how new is it supposed to be? Well, I mean, you have to think about it in the way of, like, the way in which comic book time travels, right? Right. So Black Panther has existed since the 70s, and it's been T'Challa since the 70s, mm-hmm. but technically his dad died a couple years ago. I think this maybe I think. it's been 10 years. Yeah. That's probably the max. Okay. Because... Yeah, I always go by how long they say that Cap's been out of the ice. Right. And I think it's been about 10 years. Well, it always changes. I know they, they like, every however many years they, like, change it yeah. to be like, mm-hmm. oh, no, it was 10 years ago, it was one year ago, and 80 years ago was five years yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, it used to be he was in the ice for 70 years, but now he's been in the ice for 90. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, whatever. Comic book math. It's okay. So, anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, even if it's. Not super recent. I think it does take time for it to break down, right? Sure. Well, so, ten years in well, the life of a country well, is like minutes. Yeah. And you know they're they're really coming off the aftermath of the attack by Namor. Sure. And all Can that. Can I ask what the fuck that was about? Because I'm not reading anything else in Marvel. So like Namor just rode a sea into their like. Yeah. Fucking okay. What the fuck in the golden the city? Shit? Like. Okay. Do you remember that weird shit with um the plant one planet that was going to crash into our planet? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there's so this, there was a planet. There's this weird bullshit crossover where fucking crossover. It it ended. It was it was the thing that was supposed to um kill off the multiverse. Remember, it was going to kill oh, off. Oh, and that's how like Miles Morales oh, swapped over yeah. to right. six one six. Right. Okay. okay, so it was it was that we were all the dimensions were crashing into each other, and so literally another Earth showed up 
in like above our earth and was going to crush us. And so the fucking Illuminati, Tony Stark and no. Reed Richards and all those assholes. The group that Cap get kicked himself out of. Well, no, this is the time when they brainwashed Cap. Oh, fuck. That's right. The um, Illuminati is God never good. Oh no, it's, it's terrible. Tony Stark and shitty life because the the question is how do we prevent this from happening? This this tragedy because if this Earth crashes into us, we will all die. And so everybody says, well, obviously we should blow up that other Earth. And Steve is like, no. no. <laughs> what we can find another option. And Tony's like, no, this is the best option. We're gonna do it. And Steve's like, that I have to stop you. And so then they like fucking mind wipe him so that he won't remember and then they they blow up that other earth and everybody dies and it's terrible oh my god oh yeah okay so how does that lead to namor drowning the golden city um there's there's a whole thing where (laughs) namor decides that t'challa shouldn't be in charge of wakanda anymore so he's gonna go in why does namor give a shit who's in charge of wakanda i can't remember i think it was about the vibranium it's always goddamn about the yeah, but so then, like that whole thing happens, and that's um, when uh, the 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 chick with the big, like head gold headpiece. Oh, oh! I remember reading a book about her. Yeah, yeah she yeah, yeah, yeah. she She's a like bunch from of other the moon or something. And a bunch of them come to Earth to like kill off everybody. This is after that other thing, and so probably that is when Namor comes back, and he's like, "I know we had a thing, but we got to stop those assholes." Like, I need some help, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, comic books, I guess. Ugh, Poor Tanahasi Coates. He's like, I'm trying to tell a real story here. Can you get your cross building world shit out of my space? Thanks. Yeah, all of those other crossovers were all pretty sure they were all Bendis. So they're all just these huge, weird, sweeping stories. Well, uh, I mean, I like some of Bendis's stuff, but I will say that Marvel needs to cool it with the fucking crossovers. I, like, maybe we could go a couple years without having one. I don't know. Get a comic book over number 12. Let, like, let's like, get there. Let's because right? the thing is, it's like, if God they, damn, they just don't let creators tell stories anymore. No. Because if you interrupt the fucking story every couple of months, like, what? Yeah. How when are we going to get a really good story? Arc. Exactly. Well, and I like how they keep doing it because they think it makes them money because everyone has to buy all the things. But inevitably, people just get mad and stop reading. And it's yes. the retailers that pay the price. Yeah. Because they're the ones that have to buy 50 number ones to get the 10 alternate right? covers. And then, you know, they're not allowed to return them. And then why are comic shops going out of business? Because of digital? No. It's no. because of Diamond Well, and DC and is DC. actually letting them. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, why? I'm back. They, uh, that their DC is buying back on un- un- Oh, that's which awesome. which is which is why if you look at recent numbers dc is crushing marvel and it's because you can the comic shop can buy 50 issues of batman number seven and if they only sell 10 they can send the rest back and so they've quote unquote sold out well no because that way they can buy more and so they will actually sell more because they'll have more on the shelves ah, interesting. and like at the end of the day how much does it cost to print it doesn't cost anything. Yeah, so the idea that you're charging comic shops thousands of dollars yeah. when it's it's something that can't cost you that much money, you know, it's just. Um, I'm gonna bring this back to Black Panther. Black Panther, <laughs> yeah. So sure, fine. Um, there was a great moment, and it's book, book the first one we read, book five, where Shuri is um in the place that is called the Jala. Yep, um, talking to the ghost that is her mom, kind of. And the not mom, the not mom says, either you are a nation or you are nothing. And I thought that was so pertinent and great an idea for what they're trying to do Mm -hmm. here is 
the the bad guys, the girl with the fear powers and Tet, they both are about the nation and they feel like without Wakanda, they are anything, but the Wakanda that they have is not the Wakanda they like. And then also Black Panther and Shuri are, are Wakanda. And I think what Shuri is trying to learn or bring back is a reminder for herself and T'Challa of in order to lead these people, we have to be this place. Right. Like and it. part of that is history, right? And yeah. part of that is listening mm-hmm. yeah. to the other side also. Don't keep secrets either. God damn it. There's a really good quote uh, talking about the other side. Uh, they measure their lives in the blood of others, mm. which I thought was really... Uh, That's yeah. fucked point. up. That's fucked up. And also yet, you know, I think very telling in the idea of young people that think they have no other option, you know, in order to be heard. Yeah. I have a question, and it could be... Um, Okay, so when um, T'Challa um, comes across the young man who has the like Iron Man thing in his chest, because he's uh, gonna be so yeah, because he's gonna be like blown he's, up. Or he's whatever. basically oh. a suicide bomber, right? Yeah. Um, and he knows all these facts about this kid. Um, so I know he had dossiers earlier, so it could be just from a dossier, right? Um, but does he have some sort of power where he kind of like no. knows all the Quandans? No, he's a good interrogator. Okay. Yeah, I think my assumption was that he, he wanted to prove this kid that he knew him. Yeah. I think I care. wanted him yeah. to have these like weird Wakandan it powers, would be nice, which would be kind of cool. But he doesn't really have, he has some like heavy dose Black Panther kind of powers, which is why he was talking about like being able to scent things. Across, yeah, that's what like, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's nothing about like mind reading or anything. There's, there's, no, there's but a, I thought it was like if you're a Wakandan or something, he's so close to the Wakandan spirit that he would know like stuff. know you as a Wakandan. Unfortunately, he has good researchers and he's a good king. I mean, yeah, they, they, I just they, wanted uh, that to be true, I think. I they, yeah. they eat something called the heart shaped herb that gives them, I think, a little boost. Yeah. But it's not like superpowers, really. Yeah. No, I just I wanted him to be like, because since he's Wakanda, that yeah. he could like sense other Wakandans. That'd be and, like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, ooh. It I would be great, me. but legitimately, he did what needed doing, and he in that room was Wakanda for that guy. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. it may, either yeah. way, it, he, he it made works. it work. I just yeah. was hoping that that nice. was a thing. But I actually really liked it. I, I It made me realize, or not realize, but it, it reminded me that he he's a good leader. He knows mm-hmm. what his people need, right. even if he gets distracted sometimes, and he knows this kid isn't this, that he was pushed toward it and he figured out a way to get him back. Right. I mean, I absolutely think that terrorists are going around their aims incorrectly. Well, um, like, Tet and Zinzi make me so crazy because like Tet is just this like hermit dude who just doesn't really like monarchies. And Zenzi is in Wakandan. She's from the... Well, I think Zenzi... Wakandan or something. Well, I think I like her point of view like i think she's kind of right about it like i think that they do need to have more of a democracy happening my problem is where she comes from um there was a a bit of her story in the first issue of world of wakanda and basically like she was from a poor country who was neighbors who has con i don't know if this is true or not but they have convinced themselves that wakanda stole basically their wheat fields Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's how they became so rich and powerful and if they hadn't then Naganda would be what Wakanda yeah. is. Yeah, which may or may not be true. We may don't know. May or may not be true. I'm leaning toward not. I'm leaning toward they luck. They didn't luck out in the you know building of territory lines in mm-hmm. the fifth century yeah. and 
they're hungry and angry for the last 5,000 years. No, no, no. And I think she's doing, she's going about everything wrong. Like, I'm not saying right. that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just frustrating that, I don't know, they're like freedom fighters, but their background to me is, it's all, they're bullshit. They're con artists. Well, of course they are. I mean, and that's end up, what ends up happening yeah. because they're reading the people and finding out what could get people to fall behind them, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's always weird to me. She's talking about how she's not, she's not, planting emotions in people she's drawing them to the surface but that that sort of thing I always disagree. well it, it always shakes out weird for me because everybody has ugly emotions in them everybody has good and bad and you know everybody has rage about uh, at just the unfairness of the world inside them so that's definitely something that you could probably pull out of anyone but that doesn't make it no real oh, oh, of course but the problem is she's manipulating it in a mm-hmm. light that makes people believe See, yeah. that that's how they feel i think whereas like we have like i'll have thoughts that i would never say out loud right mm-hmm. because they're your first reaction to something that is ugly and i i realize it's like an ugly yeah. mm-hmm. reaction it's to whatever it is one right the real reaction exactly mm-hmm. and so um even if i my first reaction might be ugly for whatever reason i'm a person who has control of her emotions and can think critically about mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that I actually believe the first thing that right. I thought, yeah. right? And well, so even if you pull that out of me, it doesn't mean that that's what I would have acted on, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That has no bearing. But if someone told me they had a power where they're like, oh, I'm just bringing your fe- your feelings forward, I'd just be like, oh, no. You know, yeah. it makes you feel like that could yeah. be real. Well, yeah. also, it's manipulation, though. I realized mm-hmm. in the sixth one that I think she doesn't understand her powers. She may think because of her worldview that what she's doing is just bringing forward what people feel. But when she, like, fucking fear-wiped the Panther Commandos and they fought against the Midnight Angels, mm-hmm. when they were unfear-wiped, when, like, Tet and her showed up to, like, save the day or whatever... She had been poisoning them to fight the Midnight Angels, and then she stopped, and that's what broke it. And it, the the Panther guys basically said, if we had known, I never would have fought those who are adored. You know, mm-hmm. they know who the Dora Milaje is, are, and they would never, ever, ever fight them. Yeah. So I think she doesn't understand her powers, and she's a manipulator. It's not stuff they have inside of them. She takes a kernel of fear and then makes it do what she wants and it's never anything they would have done well yeah but i also think that like villains in general right never believe that the bad guy mm. right yeah and so she doesn't believe her powers could be lie and manipulation right? right because she probably is using them thinking they're pure and and really showing people the truth yeah, I oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean i love it that <laughs> She, yeah, she's so secure in her own righteousness that exactly. she wouldn't even mm-hmm. question that. Yeah. I can't. 100%. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> and then I was so mad that now the Midnight Angels are, like, friends with them when they were just lied. I'm just, I'm angry about it. Well, yeah. And that's how it happens. So how cool are the Midnight Angels, though? <laughs> Super badass. Very, very cool. Oh, my God. I, so I reread Volume 1 before reading Volume 2 just to remind myself what had happened. And I love that first fight scene that they have where they throw the guy out the window. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so good. You're the only one who had time to do that. I was like, I did not. I don't. I didn't do that. No. I thought somebody might have remembered from last time. I mean, possibly. <laughs> sure. That was, like, was like last year. Um, I didn't. I didn't blacked have, out a lot of 2017. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it. Um, I didn't actually get to say this when we were talking about um, World of Wakanda, but I love the Dora Milaje's um, outfits. 
that I love that they're neck to toe covered. Mm-hmm. I love that most of it is armor. I like the mm-hmm. red and the black. I like that they wear gloves. So um, obviously, I like the Midnight Angels better. Mm-hmm. They're like SEAL Team Six version <laughs> of the Dormelage, but yeah. they're all in blue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck yes. You're easily led by blue. Though I am. It's bad. They just have like netting over their like squishy belly parts, and I don't like that so much. Maybe yeah. it's like armor netting. I don't know. It could I mean, be. It could be vibranium netting. It's true. It could be or still netting. I mean, but they need to be able to breathe, right? No, but it's like it's like if you were if you went into battle wearing um, what are those um, tights that hookers Fish wore net? in the nineties? Fishnet. Fishnet. Sex workers. <laughs> over your um your belly, and then you went into battle. That's what it would well, be. Well, it's like. vibranium. There's still holes in it. Little holes. Really little ones. All right. <laughs> um, I love that Luke Cage showed up. And the crew. The, the crew. crew. Misty. And Storm. Oh, my God. Um, Storm. Mohawk Storm, which is the, the best, the best of, all, of storms. all the storms. I love her and T'Challa's little moment that they have in front of everyone else. Like, yeah. Makes Misty, them uncomfortable. Misty and Luke, like, look away. <laughs> yeah. I liked that a lot, too. I love um, this recent redesign of Luke Cage where he just wears like a that suit. That fucking vest. I was dying. He's been wearing that for the last handful of years. I and I love it. He looks so good. Because he is the most well-dressed of the like superheroes. He just, he wear it's basically civvies, but he's always wearing a really nice suit. And it, it goes so against the sort of stereotypical like black, you know, quote unquote thug. Well, especially yeah. in his beginning. Like, yeah. his outfit from the beginning versus a three-piece suit. He's just not wearing the jacket. Are you yeah. kidding me? It's great. I love it. I think it was a really conscious choice, and I love that they're carrying it through in all of his appearances. It's great. Yeah. Also, he looks hot as yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep, yep. Also, um, I didn't know this um, Manifold dude, but I Oh, he's him. great. Oh, as a... I don't know if anyone else has read 1980s X-Men comics. Honey Bear, you're on your own. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I'm not sure the history of Manifold, but um, they mentioned Gateway. I know a little I wikied it, because I thought him and Gateway were maybe in love. They were not. No, I'm assuming it was like his grandpa or something. It wasn't. he He was basically his mentor, and he was... This is really horrible, but on the wiki, he's like what you would think of an older aboriginal man mm-hmm. from australia drawn by a white dude in 1982 so oh, not yeah. great yeah. yeah but like he was you know with like he's not wearing he's only wearing like a loincloth and has a staff and like sits cross-legged yeah and, and he australian spins around his little things yeah and then he creates portals in the end um when the x-men were exiled and pretending they were dead in the 80s they were hanging out in australia and he was like their buddy and he would make <laughs> portals for them yeah, cool. so like Gateway trained up Manifold, who can also kind of do the same in thing. In different ways, probably a little better. Yeah, Manifold can do it across time, space, and dimensions. Whoa. Though cool. once he u- lo- leaves his universe, his powers don't work anymore. Hmm. Oh. Which I thought was interesting. How does he, he can't get, get home? Yeah, better be he careful. He has to find a Manifold from that universe. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that is the most That's annoying. Tough. And apparently there have been like four different Manifolds who've like shown up in this in the 616. Jesus. Some of them are evil. Just knock on your door in the middle of the night. Hey, right. Manifold. What's up, Manifold? Can you send me home? I got you, boo. <laughs> anyway, I liked him. He was really... That is the worst Achilles heel of <laughs> any fucking power of but all like, time. Literally, if you think about it, though, how many times would you have to leave your universe? I mean, but I would want to. I mean, if you're an Avenger, all, all the time. Yeah. time. Um, I just really liked him as a character because he was a great like superhero right hand for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He was just quiet. He was steady. 
he was there for him. He supported him and, you know, he asked questions, but it was in a way to kind of like help out T'Challa or like give T'Challa a, like a board to mount shit off of almost. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, it's nice to have that person in your life who's just steady and constant. And mm-hmm. like, he was just so chill and relaxing for me. I don't know. In all these scenes, if I could find Manifold in the background, First- I like somehow felt better. <laughs> For some reason, for me, I felt like when they they had Luke Cage and Storm and everyone show up, the crew show up. Um, it felt like something that like Marvel made him do. You know what I mean? Like they uh, needed like coats. They made him do. Yeah, it. exactly. They were like, "Hey, you have to do this thing." We need but, you to bring in Luke and his crew. Yeah, and so what I what I appreciated about it because it felt to me, and I don't know if maybe it doesn't feel that way to you, but it felt to me like, "Hey, Marvel's like, I want to put these on the cover at some point. These all these people Can you together. Help me out? So you need to like fucking make this work." And I oh, love hey, you're writing the black book can you bring in exactly black team yes exactly and that's that's what it felt like to me i will i appreciate the way that he made it work and he was like okay fine they can be in there for a one issue the one issue and then they all go away i also like the way in which they explained it at the end because literally at the end storm goes i get why you called us because yeah. you can't have the Avengers running around no, here. No, and yeah. like, we all kind of look like we belong here. I think here. he did it very well, but it just still felt like like this pause yeah. in the story to be like, hey, BT here's these other black characters. I just need them to show up in your book. Right. Well, and then they, mm. they, they brought in um <laughs> the Fenris twins, who if anybody's watching The Gifted. That was so they, weird to see them was, as a bunch of German racists. Yeah. That using, was awful. Using the word Kaffir. Oh, God. Are they not that way in the show? They're not that they're way They're teenagers the show. They're on the teenagers. show. They're modern teenagers. And they're like good guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Okay, but that's a weird choice for like whoever was writing The Gifted to be like, you know who well, I okay, want to write. Okay, well, so it's not, it's not, oh, okay. it's not the original Fenrir twins that's on the show. They talk about their ancestors who were Germans in like the, 30s Something late like 30s like pre-world war or right at the beginning of world war and they did run around like crushing people in buildings <laughs> um it's still it's still it's allegedly still up in the air of whether or not they were evil or not but based on what happened here i think they may have they been may. <laughs> but the new the new kids are like it's like the fenrir twins um ancestors or like descendants descendants got it yeah they but didn't want to have racists on their TV So show. weird. Basically, weird like, you, yeah, you no. just can't. You couldn't, they couldn't still be sympathetic that, teenagers if they no. were, like, fucking madly racist. <laughs> no, I was, do love Luke goes, yeah, the Kaffir crew. And I went, nailed it. Take it back, bud. It's yours. It's funny, though, because I only know what that word is because of Lethal, Lethal Weapon, Weapon 2. <laughs> Up top, bud. High five. Yeah. But you're, but you're black. <laughs> that movie's so good. Okay, also, so it's just us. It's apartheid just us is bad. Us. Apartheid is bad. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just living through the whole scene. Danny Glover demanding to go back to South Africa. I'm fine. Let's focus. Well, all right. I think uh, as our long and drawn out discussion shows, this is a book uh, that I think we could talk about all day long. Oh, I mean, I still have more things to say. Well, I think but I have one. we have the, we have the most fun conversations about ones where it's the theme that gets us more than the like plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't really talk a lot about what happened in like, yeah. what happens. But it's more about what it represents and the themes. And oh, what we didn't they talk about the art at all, which, by the way, was oh, fan so good. Holy shit, so good. So good. Oh my god. Gorgeous. 
uh, and, and expressions I'm, and everything. Uh, I'm mad about the cliffhanger at the end. Like, mm. I want to know what the fuck happened. I literally, okay, so I messaged the mom. I was like, are you sure this is the end? <laughs> I feel like Can it's I not say, the uh, end. Can I say that I love, okay, so at the end, listeners, Shuri gets out of the limbo place mm-hmm. and she shows up in a brand new outfit. Oh, yeah. It's a mix of like ancestral Wakandan wear. And the fucking Midnight Angels. She is straight up the Dora Milaje SEAL Team 6 Blue. Like, I am fucking into it. I'm so excited. Because I think that means maybe Anika and Io can come back to the city mm-hmm. and, like, be back on the fucking team. Ugh. I feel like they'll get, like, eventually. So. They have to. Or, why bother telling their prequel story? I just hate, I just, I, I get why they have to be kind of outcasts right now but like i hate it well and i but i think that by having them in the story be out with the people and raising the people that by having them then come back and join them and have t'challa publicly welcome them back Um, that's good that's good optics well Well, but also from a hopefully he becomes a better king way well, listen to them hopefully. exactly is yes. that that we finally mm-hmm. get that voice of like hey we need the people more involved with this yeah. and your decisions in a healthier way yeah. right mm-hmm. because obviously uh what's her name again the fear person uh Chitsi, oh Chitsi. um Zenzi. 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 um she Shitsi. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> i mean i feel like it works it's it works. um I feel like she has, you know, the unhealthy way of talking yeah. about this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but if we can get a character that we trust and is intelligent yeah. and actually saying the same thing, but in a expressing it in a better way, then... Well, and I think that putting Shuri in that outfit, you know, I think that that's a mm-hmm. sign artistically that this is a direction they're going to go. And whether it's because T'Challa wants to go that way or because Shuri basically goes, I know all the shit now. You have to do what I I say. mean, I'm reading it immediately. So yeah. don't yes. spoil me if you're going to write us an email. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I want to hear from you all the time, like all the time. But like also no spoilers. But like mm-hmm. no spoilers. So like you can censor yourself or um, something. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. And with that, listeners... <gasps> It's time to move into the game-banging portion of our program. So as is tradition, after a season ends, I join my best girls in the trenches and play a little game with them. And this month... Do you need to go get someone? No, because it's not the most organized game in the world. (laughs) We're just going to play a little um, duet celebrity. (gasps) What? But first... Um, most importantly, it's time for the trophy presentation. Oh, oh my God. What? <laughs> I'm so I excited. forgot there was a trophy. <laughs> I'm so excited and I'm not even getting it this time. <laughs> so congratulations are in order to Monica. Woo! Season three game bangers, undefeated champion people. I never thought this would happen. Oh my God. <laughs> She's great at boats. <laughs> Y'all, there's a boat on it. Game bangers season three enemy. Undefeated! Swapped! Yes. Oh, oh my god, there's a boat on it! We will oh, post a picture it. of this trophy there's for you later. There's a boat on it! Oh my god. Because I'm great at boats. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank I'd like to thank yourself. myself yeah. <laughs> for doing so good at games when other people And all the useless them. knowledge stuck mm-hmm. in my truly, head. Truly, <laughs> useful today. Useful, no. And this is the only time I'm ever going to win this. It's obviously... Gonna go back to Beatrice soon. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I could 
gonna get one. Maybe. Jackie's gonna get one. No. I like that it's very sharp on the top. Yeah. I feel like you could definitely like stab somebody. I'm taking it to work. Fuck it. <laughs> Put it on my desk at work. I want I want a trophy. That's awesome. Tell your friends. It's a lot bigger than I thought it would be <laughs> from a picture. It's quite large. <laughs> Humongous! I'm so into it. I thought it'd be a little thing and then a boat, no. but it is a large thing and then a large boat. A large thing, large boat. I love it. It's amazing. We'll, we'll have to we'll put it on the Instagram. We will. Thank we will. You shall be. I don't think we have an Instagram, but we will put it on the Facebook. The okay. Book of Faces. We will do yes. that for you. In fact, put it up. <gasps> Selfie we're, time. We're, we're gonna we're gonna take a picture of it right we're now. We're gonna take a small break anyway to get the game ready. So amuse yourselves, listeners. Play the play the Jeopardy music. I'm leaning in too far again. Do, 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 uh, do I just hit pause? Yeah. Do, do, do. Pause it. I see. All right. So back to it. Uh, and our game this week will be Celebrity. Woo! Uh, we've put 40 of our own suggestions of uh, pop culture characters, actors, uh, anyone in the public view. Uh, we've paired up with myself and Beatrice on one team and Monica and Jackie on the other. We will have one minute to I will be giving to Beatrice first to do as many as we possibly can. I'm going to shake up I think we need the bowl a little bit. She will be guessing first. <laughs> I have a very dirty mind. <laughs> what did I say? Giving. giving. You give, I take? Come uh, on! They're all sticking together. This wasn't you a great plan. You guys did not fold them correctly. I know I didn't. Sticky part in. I, I definitely, definitely did. did not. No, you two <laughs> Sticky part in. I did not at all. That is not a thing I did. Oh my god, I'm gonna pick for you. All right, this is fine. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go first, and the minute starts now. Just pick one. I'm picking. <laughs> I'm unfolding. This is gonna be great. No, <laughs> the minute should start after you read it. All right. Well, all right. The minute starts now. You're gonna have to edit so much. Uh, You're gonna be so happy. One. Go. And go. We both listen to a podcast about this show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Give me my score. Oh my god. Hey, this, is, this is why you can't do the sticky side in. Uh, Jackie's favorite book series. Harry Potter? <laughs> um, the gentleman that created the CW universe. Greg Berlanti. I would not have known that. <laughs> um, villain in uh, Secret Six has knives for hands. Not Wolverine. <laughs> Daughter of somebody. Oh, uh, Scandal. Wait, that was one sentence. Eh. Was there like a semicolon in there? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh-huh. So uh, she wrote Sense and Sensibility. Jane Austen. Jackie. Thanks, Monica. I didn't actually. Oh, no. <laughs> Who sealed them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wrote Black Magic. Oh, Greg Rucka. You brought sticky notes. This is your fault. <laughs> you I can't brought... believe you went for Black Magic. Okay, it's done. <laughs> All right, you guys got six. Whoop, whoop. Okay. All right, am I reading first, or are you? You're reading okay. first. I'm so sorry about oh, everything. What about that one? It's done. Well, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. okay. All right, Jackie, give in to Monica. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Let's start the Once minute. you start reading, go ahead. She's got it. Okay. Um, okay. So this person is on um, The Good Place, and they're really hot, and they're a sexy giraffe. Oh, ta- Tawny. <laughs> sexy giraffe. Um, this person is a wonder um, person who has a movie we liked and a lasso of truth. Oh, uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, wonder Woman. Diana Prince. There we go. <laughs> wonder person. <laughs> <laughs> I forget if I said wonder.
wonder, then she would know that it was. Sorry. Okay, anyway. Um, this is um, Shelby's favorite character. Comic book character. Rogue. Um, Katie Pride. Oh, Pass. my God. <laughs> okay. Um, Come on. <laughs> that was a, this is a Batgirl that's blonde. Pass. <laughs> oh, no. Um, this, is, this is me in or, a comic book form. Oracle. <laughs> we did it. We Wait, did it. Yeah. We did it. Um, this is, she drew um, Nightwing's butt really well. Nicole Scott. Yeah. That's um, it. Put the two that I passed back in. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, just leave no, them stop, out. Stop. Just we're leave done. them out. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Oh, we're done. Minutes. Okay. All right. Just leave them out. Leave them out. Okay. Now, B's giving. <laughs> I'm receiving. Can <laughs> you please? How many did you get? We got four. Oh. She's a terrible scorekeeper. Look how neat my lines are. <laughs> okay. Ah. You're stuck together. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. Give me this. I'll do this. Okay. All right. Are okay. you ready? And go. Uh, she is the second Ms. Marvel. Kamala Khan. Theirs are easier. I know. Uh, I'm with her. Hillary Clinton? Yes. Oh. The hottest of the Hogwarts team. Hermione? <laughs> <laughs> no, he started out much less hot and he got super hot. Oh, Neville. Last... Yeah. <laughs> oh, he is the Black Panther. T'Challa. Uh, oh, um, the Bad Slayer. Faith. A minute's too long. It's too long. <laughs> uh, he played the uh, first... Um, no, he played the, the, the second Human Torch. Chris Evans? No, the oh, second. Oh, no, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Or he's also the Black Panther. Come on. He's not the Black Panther. Oh, come on, girl, whatever. Uh, podcast favorite, uh, he wrote Lazarus. Greg Rucka again? Yeah. <laughs> Who did this? Well, look. <laughs> time's up, time's up, time's up, you're done. How many we get? I fucking don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it matter? We're going to be you're fine up. now. You're up, you're up. You know, because I'm good at names. It'll be okay. I'm great at names. I'm great at names. I'm so good. <laughs> Monica reading to Jackie. Ready? Yeah. Uh, the actor playing Black Panther. We said his name earlier. I know. He was in 42. <laughs> it's two words. He sounds really preppy. Anyway, we're skipping it. <laughs> All right. Um, Jackie doesn't know names. Uh, she's a senator from California, and we love her. K- um, Kamala Khan. No, 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 no it's, it's not, not right. Kamala, Kamala Harris. Kamala yes. Jesus Christ. Um, he's Black Panther's number two in this in this set of books we just read, and I really liked him. He can go through portals and dimensions. Oh, um, her name. Mid something. Mid no. No. Mm. Better pass. <laughs> We're pass. Um, the other girl on the good place. The but other, the actress. Ellen? The actress the, on The Good Place. The little one. Uh, Not the tall The little one. The little one is... She's blonde. Kristen... Um, Nailed it. Good uh, Bell. Yes! <laughs> um, she's Captain Marvel's best friend. She's from the South. She has my first name. Monica something. Nailed it. No, she's got to get the last name. No, Monica. Um, right? I mean, sure. Time, uh, time's up. I'll give you that one, though. Okay. Rambo. Ram. Yes. Ram- Yay! Yeah. I think you could do it. All right. So this one, on this round, we're going so to many put all put all the used ones back in. And this is the one where we can only guess one name. Or you can only use one word to guess. Okay. Or oh, to okay. We should switch teams so Monica gets a chance to do it. <laughs> I'm going to unsticky the ones that are stuck together so we don't have to work so hard to get them open. Yeah. 
I'm not looking at them. Well, we already kind of heard them, right? Yeah. So there's a bunch that we haven't. Oh, no, but we're not using those again. Oh, we're doing the ones we already did? Yeah. Well, what the fuck am I doing? Wait, what? Man, none of mine got used because they were all at the bottom and I folded them right. Oh. I put all four creases in here. So you put in all the ones that we already guessed, and the second round is you only can use one word to try to prompt the other person. Oh, so if they got it wrong, they don't get it. No, you can put the wrong ones back in. Okay, whatever. These are good. Put them all back then, right? Alexander Hamilton, Hawkeye, my four Chris's, whatever. <laughs> don't they get put back in? I'm confused. No, no not the, the ones, ones we've already done. Oh. Because, like, the idea being you have enough. You have to remember. Remember, yeah, 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 yeah. And you can do it like that. Where's my pen? <clears throat> okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. One word. One word. You want to pick and read, and then I'm going to go. Okay. Pick and read, and tell me when to go. Ready, set, go. Podcast. Buffering. Oh, no, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Writer. Greg Rucka? No, I fucked that one up. Uh, wheelchair. Oracle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Killmonger. Michael B. Jordan. Hottie. Uh, Faith? Nope. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Probably never. Wizard. Was. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Her. Her? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sorry, I know this one. I can't lip read. I don't know what she said. Um, I'm going to go with Faith again. No. <laughs> oh, is it Hillary? Yes! <laughs> Guys, sometimes I know them. Don't worry. <laughs> it can happen occasionally. All I could think of for Oracle was Oracle. I kept saying Oracle like 16 <laughs> times. It's fine. You Wheelchair works You could have also said Fabs. Hottie is Neville Longbottom. That's what I thought. That's what I figured. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, this is for you. Okay. <clears throat> Jackie's giving. Can you please? I wish I could. One word. All right, and go. Um. Pass if you have to. Okay, we're gonna pass because I don't know how to say it in one word. Um. Slayer. Uh, faith. Mm. Pass that one. Uh, but. Uh, Nicole Scott. <laughs> Um, magic. Wizards? Harry Potter. <laughs> Panther. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. No. T'Challa. Yes. That counts. Um, the one I did. Oh. <laughs> 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 Um, claws. Black Panther. <laughs> Did I get that one? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Put all your passes back in the bucket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or the ones she didn't get, or just the passes. The ones just... you passed and the okay. ones I didn't get. Jackie, we're not doing great here. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're only we're only seven behind. <laughs> It'll work out. It's, it's so close. I'm so close. I'm 
hard on it. Really, <laughs> I'm really good at this. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, it's for me. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, I can come up with it. I'm leading in too far again. I think you're going to have to turn me way down. All episode. Yeah, because I can break up our voices by person. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what magic you work on in editing. <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay, and go. Vandal. Scandal Savage. Yes. Oh. Ah! Telepathy. Oh, um. Portal. What's Gateway's cousin? And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, she didn't know it either. I'm happy. <laughs> Lazarus. Greg Rekka. Sounds like we just read about him. <laughs> Legacy? I know I know which one she's trying for. No. Uh, only no. because I tried to do that one and was like, no, 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 no. this one work. <laughs> Fishnets. Black Canary. Senator. Kamala Harris. Lazarus. Cheating. Stop. <laughs> I love they probably all four of us put Craig Rick in that book. <laughs> okay, Jackie, we're only 12 behind. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's anybody's game. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. What was the one I In the nature of sportsmanship, um no timer, do the whole bucket. Oh, all right. Good luck. Do the whole thing. It's fine. I got it. You got this. Okay, ready? Uh You can do it. You can do it. I believe. Um, crap. Okay. Um, it's only one word. This is hard. Yes. CW. Oh, Greg, Bert to whatever. Yes. That's so close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, giraffe. Tahani Aljamir. Al Jamal. Double points. <laughs> uh, Wonder. Diana Prince. Uh, Klutzy. Stephanie Brown. Yes. Woo. <laughs> um, shit. Eleanor. Oh, uh, Kristen Bell. Uh, Panther. T'Challa? Michael B. Jordan? The other actor's name I don't remember? <laughs> Bosworth? Well, well Bosworth. <laughs> Bosworth. 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 Like, is like so close. We'll come back. Think on it. We'll come back. Um, me. Monica Rambeau? Nailed yeah! It. Okay. Black Panther. <laughs> Michael B. Bozeman. 
ashamed. I am. I'm sorry. And it's like a pretty easy to pronounce name too. I mean, it's, it's not a hard one. It's not like because I, I had to learn how to pronounce Chiwetel Ejiofor. Jahani Al Jamil. I got it though. Is all I'm saying. From giraffe. Giraffe. She's a sexy giraffe. Sexy she giraffe. Well, kids. I had so many good ones. Okay, sorry. No, it's okay. We're You're gonna have to. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of editing. Yeah. Yeah. Do one mm-hmm. more for Jackie. Well, okay. Um. <laughs> oh, I actually got this one and our time ran out. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. New show. Different universe. Same universe. Discovery. Star Trek. Kind of the same. <coughs> anyway. Well, anyway, listeners, uh, it was a really tight game, bingers, and we tied. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I mean, I feel is bad she, about that. She you lying? guys were winning pretty hard. I'm just kidding. We won by seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think she's lying oh. to make us feel better. Well, there were 12 guesses in the bucket. We never would have won. Did you know that? Yes. What? <laughs> now I just Look, know. all I'm saying is I have a good short-term memory, so I did much better the second time. You did. <clears> you did great. You did great. Listeners, we welcome any and all commentary, so if you'd like to ask us a question, send in a note, or sing us a little song, please drop us a line at getinterrupted at gmail.com. You can give us a follow on Twitter at getinterrupted, find and review us on iTunes, or check us out on the mothership, notlg.com, where you can listen to us and many other fine audio diversions. Many thanks to the Y-Axis for our intro and outro music, and Amy Watkins of Power Up Collage and Suze McNally for all the art you see on our social media. And if you're looking for a way to support us, please consider visiting our Patreon page. Join us next month as we read something by Gail Simone, I think. Crosswind. 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 Thank you, Peanut Gallery. That's all for us this month. Thanks for listening. And remember, see you next. Snacks, 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 snacks. Night of the Living Peak.